0: afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. For and what? welcome in to episode number 179 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Thursday of bets. You know the vibe, you know the feel, you know the drill. If you do not know, you soon will find out in this loaded episode of the TTL pod. But before we get into that aforementioned loaded episode, please, everyone, take a few moments to SMAAAK that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on uh, YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well, so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, maybe Twitter or Facebook, hit that like button, hit that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. But last but not least, if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, Make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well. If you have not already, as we do post the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. Hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Hey, maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends. Enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you referred to as a good old-fashioned degenerate and they like cash and tickets because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod, and we welcome them with open arms. Plus, we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over yonder to this episode's description where you will find the Talkin' the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you'll locate the Talkin' the website. All of the TTL Crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 179 once again on this beautiful December 9th, 2021, I am your honored Humbled, hyped, and always, handicapping host Colton, and Colt, Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this beautiful Thursday of bets. Hang out with me and my partner, talk about some picks, talk about some Thursday night football, you know that, maybe some college basketball, obviously, definitely some NBA, maybe we're hockey sharps now and we're going to the NHL ice too. Who's to say, who's to know, who am I? I am but the humble host of this show, and I need my co-host to help me gently row this boat the proverbial podcast boat down the stream. So without further ado, my friends, it is time to bring that aforementioned co-host in. You know him as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and folks we cannot ever forget here at TTL, the TTL's resident South Sider and Cheese Head faithful himself, Mr. Riley, our Max Magnuson. Partner! How the hell are you doing over there today, pal? My
1: man, Oh, as I knock my mic out of my face, I am doing fantastic. I'm trying to bring some fucking positive energy and inject it into this Let's damn go podcast. Go. We've had Let's it go this go. week,
0: but Let's you know go. we'll
1: get into it in a second. But we had a rough day yesterday. I'm trying to turn that energy around. Mind of a goldfish. We'll, talk, we'll leave it out of our heads in a minute. But I'm coming and I'm breaking the fucking door down on this Let's damn show. Go. I'm ready to have a solid day. We are showing down at each other a little bit today, so there might be some more blows to be had. But I think you know what I mean when I say we need to get the winning energy back into this podcast, because we've had some fantastic shows this week, but we need some damn winning shows this week, partner.
0: Hey, you don't have to keep fluffing it up. Sometimes we have losing days. It's all right, buddy. We're going to get to their World Full Transparency (laughs) show. Great to see you, my friend. You're looking spectacular on your end of the world. Um, Yeah, we did not. uh Uh-oh. Where did I go? What Uh the hell happened? Can you hear me? i can hear you i I see a little bubble. i see a little circle with the uh, uh, gray let's (laughs) see what the fuck is going on all right oh Uh, hey hey look hey here i am uh (laughs) let me make sure everything's all good on that end of the spectrum i think everything's set here uh let me just real quick uh make sure before i'm gonna stop this again real quick uh let me just make sure everything's good on this end because like i don't yeah okay everything seems okay I don't know, uh, I just don't want you guys to be fucking seeing me flying all over the place here on the mic. Okay, hey, you never know what you're going to see here hey. at the TTL pod, folks. <laughs> How we doing? Good to see you. Uh, let me uh, get this baby just a little bit more down here. All right, hey, you never know what the fuck's going to happen at the show. Okay, um, where was I going with all that nonsense? I have no idea. What was I saying, partner? You look spectacular. You look wonderful. Mind you goldfish. were talking about good vibes. Oh, yes, we're full transparency show. All right. I don't want to do it today because yesterday, I I don't like being associated with days like that. I don't, very few and far between do I have days like that, but it's seeming here early in the college basketball season, I'm falling into some type of trap and I don't know what that is. And it's one day a week and I just get absolutely obliterated through the floor. So we'll show it quickly. I don't want to talk about it very long. We'll go through it and then we'll get into today's show. Okay, so without further ado... Best bets of the day, from December the 8th, 2021, coming from the TTL crew, are now live on your screen, holy shit, that's a lot of L's, okay partner, just quickly, fastly, in a hurry, overall thoughts, um, 1-3 on the day for you, my friend, uh, what's going on, what's happening, I, uh, went 1-6 on the day with my 7 plays, I don't know what the hell uh, that was, but uh, hey, we cast the crew play. West Virginia, minus two and a half. Uh, The Wednesday Warrior, Eastern Washington, plus 16 and a half. Gave us another extra cash, so there you go. Look on the bright side here. Uh, Double Wednesday Warrior, not the best. Copen State didn't take care of business at the seven and a half. But the Moneyline Dice, back in action, 2-0. and So it seems like when the fucking crew goes cold, the Moneyline Dice go hot. And I don't like that. I don't like that whatsoever. So we'll never hide them from you. No. We lost them wish too. We, could sometimes. we understand. We get it. Uh we we yeah, there's nothing there's there's nothing else we can nothing say. To say. That is what it is. Those things happen from time to time. I wish that they didn't happen from time to time cuz I really fucking hate when they happen from time to time, but yeah. it's the game we play. And uh if you know me, you know mags, pretty promptly the following day following one of those bullshit days like that, we rip out a day of a clean sweep. So, what do we got coming on today's show? I'm so glad you asked, because I'm the guy to tell you. Uh, Mags, best bets of the day. He's got two coming at you. One, um, we are not, li- I don't know if we're, we're not, uh, like, not to say we're opposing on it or anything, but uh, he just has one college basketball play. I like where he's at. Uh, number is rising on his side, last time I saw. And then his second play, we are showing down. And that'll kind of segue, uh, first TTL showdown in a long time, my friends, but uh, that'll segue us kind of half in between his play and my play. Maybe I'll make a little banner here while you're talking about, uh, your first play, a little TTL showdown as to what it is. I may or may not have just a little bit cooked up in regards to, uh, what might be going on that you have no idea about. You might not even no, no, no question whatsoever. So, uh, I just ask you to uh, strap in, get ready to rock and roll for that okay. PTL showdown, <laughs> as well as all of you. Uh, then we'll get to all of my best bets of the day. We'll get to the special play of the day, the board benda parlay, my friends. Uh, four legs on that bad boy. You're going to have to wait to find them all out, but it's paying out over nine to one odds, so make sure you uh, lock in for that. We'll recap all the best bets of the day, bring in the money line dice for their daily roll. Uh, they're rolling for an NBA matchup tonight. Once again, you got to stick around to figure out what matchup that is. And then after all that, uh, we'll get into the second half of the show as per usual RMAG sidebar. Uh, obviously, with the sidebar comes the uh, usual back and forth banter and rabbit holes. Usually leads into the daily leans portion of that and then the always important TTL announcements. As always, I will also wrap everything up with my motivation minutes and a uh, little uh, little message here on uh, be yourself stop following the crowd you'll also have to stick around to uh get the full perspective and message behind that on the final segment of the day my motivation minutes but for right now partner anything less from you or else from you less from you else from you um, anything less from me <laughs> less, less from you <laughs> else from you I, that's a hell of a fucking what do you know about that um <laughs> anything else from you your side of the screen uh news late breaking stuff TTL announcements uh RMag's money announcements anything in b- in between what say you on your side of the screen I don't think I have too
1: much else. I mean, we kind of predicted it correctly. You said it on the show. I doubled down on, on Twitter as far as our Bulls being in a spot where they uh, looked like they weren't going to have their night, and they got smoked, man. Um, Bad. And Bad. it pains me to bet against uh, any of my favorite teams, especially teams uh, that I consider myself a diehard for. But I sprinkled a few bucks on the Cavs. I will, if we're in the trust uh, trust space here, I did bet against the Bulls and I won oh, yeah. some money. I don't feel good about oh, yeah. it, but I
0: won't tell anybody.
1: I, w- I don't feel good about it, but you
0: know, money coming
1: in does does feel nice, <laughs> especially uh, you know when you feel confident that it's gonna win. But uh, I-, I feel dirty. I feel dirty.
0: Hey, it's all right, man. We uh, we both talked about it on the show yesterday that uh, the Bulls were probably not going to win that game, and there was a reason they were a dog on the road, so hammer in the Cavs. We both did it. I didn't track it. I didn't want anybody to know about yeah. it because I'm just a staunch Bulls fan. <laughs> but, hey, we both <laughs> yeah. hammered in. We told you to do it on the show, and uh, if you had the yones to do it, you cashed a nice pretty ticket. So there you go. There you have it, my friends. Uh, outside of that, I think it's time we um – um. Cut the nonsense, quit the banter, stop the gossip. You could go to every other sports media outlet, get you come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold locks, picks, insights, analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends. I ask you kindly first things first before we get into the first segment of the day. And also, if you have any questions today, as per use, drop them down in the comment section and we will be more than happy to answer them. Maybe what my favorite color is, what Mag's uh, color of his couch is, or maybe, hey, what are we thinking about a specific play today? The point is nothing off fucking limits, but first, my friends, please lift up your mugs, get ready for one hell of a show. To me, to you over there, good sir, and all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Thursday of bets, take your sip and let's strap in. Oh, my days. Okay, first segment, coming live in primetime, RMAG's best bets of the day. Partner, lock and load, I'm in the trenches with you. Let's get ready for another day of battle with the books, and without further ado, You have the floor.
1: All righty, my friend. I obviously will start with the college basketball play, and then I'll segue into our showdown. Okie dokie. My one college basketball play of the evening is coming out of the Iowa and Iowa State matchup on the hardwood. This one is in Ames, Iowa. That is Iowa State. Uh, For those who are not privy to the fine state of our – Kind neighbors here of Illinois, Iowa State Cyclones. I'm taking the Iowa Hawkeyes. Hawk Eyes minus four, my friends. As you kindly mentioned, partner, this one is moving up to minus five in certain spots and minus five and a half. Love it at minus four, four and a half. I from a plane, the number standpoint, the five is obviously. You know, kind of a spot where you have to be a little more tentative, but partner. I still, I'm not going to fully endorse a five and a half, uh, laying five and a half, but I gun to my head, I still like them to take care of that number for a handful of reasons, partner. Mm-hmm. First of all, I was in a bounce back spot after a couple of tough, hard fought Big Ten game, uh, Big Ten conference losses, a loss at Purdue, which is honestly a rare case of an impressive loss to me. If you're asking me partner, 15 and a half point dogs at Purdue and they lose 77 to seven in a really hard fought game that they were in. I, uh, if you're one of the people who think they're a top three team, that is Purdue. And many people think they're number one. You have to be impressed with what Iowa did there. Then they come home and they lose to Illinois. And I know our, our Illinois guys st- scuffled out of the gates, but in my opinion, and I don't think I'm biased to say this, they're really starting to look like the team that they were supposed to look like when they started into the season. I would agree. And I don't think that's a bad loss. It obviously hurts at home in the early Big Ten season, but I think they're going to come looking for a bounce back today. At Iowa State, 15-6 and six ATS last 21 following a straight-up loss are the Iowa Hawkeyes partner. And 5-2 and two ATS last seven road games. So... I do believe they have the strength to do this one on the offensive side of the ball, partner. Their offensive efficiency is off the charts this year, much like it was last year, along with their pace. They are one of the fastest-paced teams in the entire country, partner. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's going to be too much for the Cyclones, as it has been historically the last four or five years. Iowa has won and covered four of the last five games against the Iowa State Cyclones, and all four of those wins were by double digits. Double (laughs) digits. I'm getting okay bubbles in my there, throat bro? once again,
0: dude. Yeah, all right. Help me out for a second. Uh, okay, well, while Mags uh, does his thing, hi, I'm, uh, I'm so Colton Stroker. I uh, <laughs> am uh, the co-founder of TTL Sports Media. Now this it looks like the other co-founder well. of TTL Sports Media, Riley R. Mags Magnuson, who has uh, been working hard on his voice skills, is now ready to rock and roll with the bubbles <laughs> cleared voice. out of his throat. <laughs> Continue, please. Talking's sir.
1: hard, dude. Talking is hard sometimes, you know? Uh so as I was saying, historically, for the last five, all four wins by double digits, all four covers by double digit covering margins. And I think in this specific spot, we've got uh 62% of bets, excuse me, 69% of bets, 62% of money coming in on Iowa State, and it's only rising to five, five and a half. Iowa State is the ranked team coming into this matchup. Number 17, Iowa is not. The Mm -hmm. public is going to be sucked into the home underdog, the Mm -hmm. ranked home underdog in this spot of four or five points against an unranked team. And I think that's a mistake. A, I think it's a mistake to play that, but I also think it's a mistake as far as, I mean, deservingly, this is what it is as far as Iowa State deserving a ranking at this point being undefeated. As far as who's the better team, I think Iowa deserves to be, and they will be soon, that ranked team. Uh, that we know and love. And Iowa State, I think, starting tonight, is going to slip a little bit. They have faced, according to Ken Palm, the 310th toughest schedule. And I think they're going to start to see some regression here. We mentioned this week a lot, partner, as we're getting out of those Thanksgiving tournaments and into conference play and into these big games, obviously non-conference, but big games against other big conference teams in home stadiums about uh, teams being road tested. Mm -hmm. And I already mentioned that Iowa lost at Purdue. They also went last week to Virginia, which... Virginia's obviously been shaky, but going to Virginia against that defensive team is not easy for anybody, and that's still a road test, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. So I don't think this is going to be a challenge for them going just a few hundred miles, a couple hundred miles within the state uh, to a team that they consider their little brother. So I think Mm. the Iowa Iowa Hawkeyes have more than enough to get this one done by double digits. Love the four. Still like it at five, five and a half if you're seeing it there. Would be a little more tentative. Maybe don't... uh, Hammer as much of a full unit as I would on the uh, minus four, but I still like him to win pretty handily in this one, partner.
0: Hey, you know, I'm with you too. Uh, All over the four, maybe a little bit tentative on the five, up to five and a half. I would be okay with five and a half, I think. I think they probably get this done by double digits. Um, But just knowing what we know being gambling guys, just be a little safer around there. From a uh, number
1: standpoint, you know, the number, playing the number, it is a little sketchier at five, five and a half for sure.
0: And other key part that you said there, too, um, the Iowa State Cyclones being the ranked team here and being the Mm -hmm. home underdog. That is just classic key college basketball setup spot. Don't buy into it here, my friends. Buy into what my partner's saying. He is spot on with his analysis. Our mags. First best bet of the day, Iowa Hawkeyes minus four or four and a half. What'd you get? I got him at four. four. Minus four. four, He's okay up to minus five, five and a half, but be tentative. All right, uh, outside of that.
1: Got me stumbling on these coffee yesterday and today, dude, out the
0: gates. Hey, all good, my friend, all good. We roll on to mag's second best bet of the day, and my friends, I regret to inform you that it is a TTL showdown, so I must change the ticker. Thursday night football, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. You see it in the ticker. Shut your damn mouth. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Going up against the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. The okay, so without further ado, Minnesota. Without further ado, partner. Hold on. There's one thing that I must do first, if if you don't mind. Oh boy, what do we got? You don't mind? Okay. I I, I, I probably I, do mind. mind, actually. Well, well, would you be so kind as to uh, let our kind viewers know what side of this matchup you are taking? <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I feel like I'm walking into a trap, but I, on my side of the showdown, am taking the home favorite Minnesota Vikings minus three partner. Ah. Oh, I forgot you had that stupid Pittsburgh Pirates. I do like that hat for what it's worth, but uh, if you want to bring that uh, Pittsburgh Pirates juju into your side of things, be my guest. Please indulge us.
0: Hey, what man, you got going on today this one Carter? isn't
1: in pittsburgh so they won't be playing this song they're gonna be playing I'm, doing the,
0: <laughs> I'm doing it for them. i'm doing it for them. i'm doing it for them. let's go here we go let's go pittsburgh let's <laughs> That's go what we're pittsburgh. gonna be hearing all the night pittsburgh. the most
1: annoying sound in the world that damn viking foghorn is what you're gonna be hearing not renegade which is a fantastic song if hey. it was in pittsburgh well might feel different about this one. Uh, I do appreciate I love that fucking song, by the yeah. way. But yeah. Vikings minus three is my side of things. If I'm it wasn't Pittsburgh,
0: low. I too would feel different. But please continue. We will, <laughs> Interesting cut, we will cut the there. banter for now.
1: For now, I guess. Buying low am I on the Minnesota Vikings after, uh-huh. a uh, you know, obviously one of the most notable losses in the NFL last week at the Detroit Lions. Now we're coming home to Minnesota and – just because the Vikings hit rock bottom last week doesn't mean they're going to stay there, is what I'm believing here. They are still very much alive here in the NFC. Uh, only a game out of the NFC playoffs. Back of two teams, and that is, as far as the 6 and 7 seed, both being 6 and 6. They are 5 and 7. And with a lot of these ugly, bad luck losses, they believe they should be at least an 8-win team, if not a 9-10 win team. And I think we see a team that is going to be a little more cohesive tonight on both sides of the ball. They get uh they get Kendricks back on defense. If they had him last week, I do think they would have won that game against the Lions. But nonetheless, I am not buying into this Pittsburgh offense. I'm not saying the Pittsburgh offense puts up a goose egg. I'm not saying they score single digits. I'm not saying they score, you know, 14-17. What I do know is that they have scored 17 or less in three of their last four road games this season. Uh, Again, this Vikings defense isn't very good, so I do think they will get over that number. But I don't think it's going to be a high-flying output from the Steelers here, and this Minnesota defense has allowed 20 or less in four of their five home games this year. So I think we are going to see the better defensive performance from the minnesota vikings i think we are see the better offensive performance from the minnesota vikings this will be the third time that the vikings have suffered consecutive losses going into the third game after those two losses the first time they won both of those games in that third matchup straight up and uh against the spread so i do think that's what we see here again tonight i mentioned that steelers defense they've been pretty questionable the last few weeks so are the vikings i won't deny that uh both near the bottoms in yards per play allowed but The Vikings, uh, contrary to the Steelers, are 7th in offensive yards per play, while the Pittsburgh Steelers are all the way down there at 27th. This offense stinks to high hell. I've got no interest in backing it. So I am taking for my second best bet, the Minnesota Vikings, minus 3.
0: Folks, (laughs) I've said it before on this show. We bet numbers, not storylines, and it's cute to say that a team should be eight or nine wins, and they've just been unlucky, and those things happen, and doggone, but they're not. They're a 5-7 and seven team, and they're absolutely terrible, and my friends, I said something to you as well. I said, you know, maybe if this game was in Pittsburgh with this line, I would be a little bit interested, but it's in Minnesota with this line, and I said, on this show, as a matter of fact, with my partner, uh, who sits right over here to my left, um, he, uh, you're right. He, uh, we, we both agree that, man, Minnesota's going to be in these games this season that are all oh, these three-point, two-and-a-half-point spreads. More often than not, if they're the favorite, they are going to lose that game outright. And if they are the dog, that will probably be when they cover this game. They have stuck to that trend. Stucked. To that trend, time and time again, my friends, you best believe it. I have the P resting on top of my head for a reason, and I got the numbers to back it up. I love the Vikings in an underdog spot. If they were the dog here, which I think the books kind of messed up, they should have put them as the dog here. Uh, it would have got a lot more money in on them, but I'm not buying it. They are terrible. As a favorite, my friend, this year alone, they're 1-4 ATS as a favorite of a half a point or more. They cannot cover. And uh, on the opposite side of the field, the Pittsburgh Stillers, they uh, are pretty damn good as a dog. Love them, too. They're 5-2 and two ATS as a dog this year of a half a point or more. If they were a favorite, I would not be backing them here, my friends, whatsoever. But we play lines and numbers, not Stories. My friends, also, uh, everybody kind of seems to be talking about this rushing attacks can absolutely destroy this Pittsburgh defense. And, uh, you know, I think I would feel a little safer in that if it was just Alexander Madison and not the combination of Cook and Madison and Cook testing it out and what all of this might be. I think Alexander Madison is an excellent running back and I think they should let him man the duties and give Dalvin Cook one extra week just in case maybe they do win this game or maybe some issues happen and uh, God forbid, knock on wood for Dalvin, but uh, any additional injury or anything might happen. Why rush him back? It just doesn't make sense to me. My friends, everybody seems to love the old home favorite, the Vikings, getting back on track. No way they lose three in a row. No way this terrible Steelers team, after barely beating the Ravens because of a two-point conversion, has any shot in hell. Yeah, maybe on Sunday, but my friends, this is Thursday night. We've seen nonsense happen time and time again. So, as per usual, while everyone zigs, I zag. But I close my arguments, Your Honor, with... The only thing that matters, and that's the trends in the NFL Football League. The Pittsburgh Stillers are four, one and one against the number. Their last six Thursday games. They're 35-16 and three, their last fifty-four against the number as an underdog, and thirteen and five against the number, their last eighteen as a road. Underdog, all of those games being under the head coach Mike Tomlin. Minnesota 1-9, and ATS last 10 as a favorite. 2-7, and ATS last 9 home games. You combine the two, they're 0-6, ATS last 9 or last 6 as a home favorite. Minnesota's also... Three and eight straight up their last 11 games played on a Thursday with a good majority of those being your boy Kirk Cousins under center. And My Pittsburgh <laughs> is four and one straight up their last five meetings in Minnesota. Give me all of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Plus three or plus three and a half with the juice. I'm fine either way. Any any closing arguments, Porter? You know,
1: you said something earlier as far as Mike Zimmer and home spots. The last 365 days has been rough, but I think we get back into the green column. Since he came in, 25-21-1 and and is Mike Zimmer as a home favorite in his career with the Vikings' fifth best in the league. Wheels have fallen off the last 365. You know, I would, I totally would search on my Spotify or something, the Vikings, like whatever stupid horn, but I absolutely will not risk the chance that that stupid horn gets into like my spotify algorithm and i have to play it on my damn playlist at the end of next year's raft or even some you know what i
0: mean i don't know dude love the song but we're not in pittsburgh tonight guy don't need it don't need it all we need is pittsburgh vibes it doesn't matter here we go Steelers. here we Pirates go vibe right now and here we go Steelers. here we go hey it's showtime big boy it's showtime For the Steel City, we're rocking and rolling. I ain't saying they're gonna win. I just think it's gonna be some nonsense. We're gonna see a one or two point game. Maybe the Vikings win, but uh, not without some boneheadedness by the quite possibly second hottest seat in the NFC uh, of Mike Zimmer, pulling a couple of bonehead plays. I know you ain't been watching a lot of Vikings football, but it it ain't been very. No, I'm I'm making
1: that face. Who's number? Who? uh, Maybe I'm just blanking. Who's number one? Oh man!
0: Come on, Bob. Yeah. Come on, there you go. Same division, yep. 100%, that a boy. I'm kidding, I'm kidding now. (laughs) Okay, so there you go, there you have it. The TTL showdown. Now, partner. I love you, man. We are still fucking opposing. But I'll put down my fucking knife and pitchfork for now. And carry on with the show as long as you agree to. I suppose, carry on. Okay. Uh, anything else? Your two best bets of the day, good sir. <laughs> Closing out your segment. uh No,
1: like I said, though I I really wanted if it was any other team other than the Vikings, I would try to find that stupid fucking foghorn. But I do not want that up in my uh, <laughs> you know my phone getting into my algorithm, and I have to listen to that damn foghorn when I don't want to listen to it. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, much much understandably, especially uh, being a fan of the team from the NFC North as well as you yeah. are, my friend. Uh, you guys might have a little I hate bit— hate that
1: damn horn usually.
0: You have a little bit more of a stouter rivalry with the Minnesota Vikings sure. than do the sure. uh, Chicago Bears and me over here. So, uh, yeah, you know, I would hate to have that on my phone as well. But who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe just— just maybe things don't fall in your favor tonight. and Oh, I said I was putting – nope. I'm putting the knife and pitch, pitchfork away. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not doing it maybe after well, the show. Well,
1: I'm contradicting my like fan, uh, what I would want as a fan. If the Vikings lose this and the Packers win on Sunday night, Packers clinch the NFC North this Sunday night.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that's what probably is going to happen. But either way, there you go. There you have it. Our mags, best bets of the day. Okay, my friends. Time to keep this show – Moving and grooving with the second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. All right. Well, we took care of the TTL showdown, which would have been uh, made at five. So we'll just call it four. And they're all coming from the college basketball slate. Shot out to the sportsbook consigliere from the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Not not why I'm back in the Pittsburgh Steelers, but maybe it played into some of the reason why I hammered them in. Either way, either way. Uh, Shout out. He was like, hey, you're probably uh, scouring those CBB mid-major lines. I said, is the Pope Catholic? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. So here we are. Let's rock and roll. Uh, First game. It's actually the uh, first one on uh, the slate tonight. Opens up the college basketball board. Texas Longhorns going up against the Seton Hall Pirates, my friends, and I think Seton Hall is legit once again this year, and I'm taking them at plus 1.5, opened at plus 2.5, shot down to 1.5, and I did not want to get burned by the flip. Uh, down to one. I'm not sure if it's flipped anywhere as of yet, but uh, that's where I got it at plus one and a half. I actually got burned in this exact spot yesterday back in a road team that's 0-0 straight up and against the number on the road. The Texas Longhorns are that, and uh, them being the brand name, backing them uh, and kind of Throwing to the side that the home team is rather good at home, uh, Seton Hall is actually five and zero straight up, three and one against the number at home so far this season. Not to mention seven and one straight up, four and three against the number overall. So they've had a couple of uh, rough uh, covers as far as like bigger numbers as favorites. But outside of that, I just think this is too easy for the Longhorns, my friends. Them being at a minus one and a half or a minus two or anything against a, a team like Seton Hall, the public's going to see that and run to the Longhorns in this spot. They've been a a 25-and-a-half, 22, 22, 29, and 21-point favorite in their last five games, and now all of a sudden they're a two-point favorite to the Seton Hall Pirates. Yeah, Seton Hall's legit, and I think they actually win this game outright because they are at home, but... You don't believe me on all of my goofy opinions. Believe the key statistical reasons. Uh, there are a few things here. Uh, offenses are pretty similar for these two teams, Seton Hall and Texas, but the uh, defensive edge lies in the favor of the Pirates. couple of key things. Listen up. Seton Hall. 38.4 field goal percent allowed to opponents, 27.1% from beyond the arc. They're 13th in opponent effective field goal percent and 7th in defensive rebounding percent per Ken Pom. The Longhorns allow 41.5 from the floor, 22.2 from beyond the three-point arc, but they play some really lesser opponents who do not shoot the three-ball well, so I think we see some regression on that for sure. 122nd in opponent effective field goal percent. You wouldn't expect that with, once again, those lesser opponents they've played, and 235th in defensive rebounding percent per Kenpom. Couldn't believe those numbers. Had to bring them to you, but there's a couple other key things. Tempo, my friends. Texas plays a slow, methodical game under Chris Beard, and I don't think it's going to work here against Seton Hall. They're 68th in the nation in tempo compared to Texas, who's 349th. Turnovers are going to be a big thing here. Um, Seton Hall is going to speed up the Longhorns and uh, get them in the backcourt a lot, and uh, that is evidence here with the turnovers that Seton Hall offensively only coughs the ball over about their Hold on. They're 52nd. I thought I had a number there. They're 52nd in offensive turnover percent per Ken Palm. Uh, Texas is 87th in offensive turnover percent per Ken Palm. So I think once again, uh, Seton Hall speeds up the game, gets Texas off of their slow, grinded out, methodical pace because they are a little bit bigger of a Big East opponent, obviously, right? And uh, we see that being one of the large factors here today, too. You don't believe me. Believe the trends, my friend. Even though I got tongue tied a little bit there in the stats, I won't hear this is my spot. Seton Hall four and one ATS last five versus a team with a winning percent above six hundred. They are twenty five and eight ATS partner. Here it comes. Last thirty three Thursday games. Not to mention five and zero ATS their last five played in the day of Thursday. Seton Hall is also forty nine and twenty four ATS their last seventy three as an underdog and Texas. Oh, they've been on a uh. Five game homestand, one and four ATS, last five following a three plus game homestand. They're also one and four ATS, last five following a straight up win of 20 plus points, and oh, in five, their last five games against the number against a big East opponent. First best bet of the day. Give me the Seton Hall Pirates, plus one and a half, or wherever you're finding that, I'm pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah, I like it, my man. I mean, especially when we see these like highly top 10 teams on a short number like that, it definitely raises some red flags. And, you know, the last couple of years, Seton Hall's been that team that spots like this and in a lot of different other spots as underdogs. They're a sneaky, sneaky team, especially at home. I like it, dude.
0: Well, thank you, sir. And uh, if they do end up flipping to a favorite, which I'm not entirely—I guess I should just pull that out so I'm—I I can actually speak. Uh, this, well, some of these
1: on our uh, the app we use, uh, some of those New Jersey teams—they they, they kind of get weird as far as like listing their spreads and whatnot because New you Jersey has to- similar Illinois college. Uh, betting laws i think
0: yeah but you got to check uh you just got to track the right books on on what you're talking about on action because yeah. yeah sometimes action will give you the new jersey one and it's just so you just you got to okay. like go in and re-edit your books so That's what I use because, your error use yeah, your error is what you're saying just a little <laughs> not, not crazy it's not open on DraftKings <laughs> in illinois though um only okay. on FanDuel and bet rivers it has flipped to minus one on FanDuel. it's a pickem, but there's still the dog on the pick em on bet rivers if it does stay them as a favorite, I would say take the money line, but I did like the extra point backing, but I do think they win this game outright just simply because of what we've seen so far with this number and this week and this type of line movement. But call me crazy, who the hell am I? The mid-major king. Oh, Seton Hall, baby. Let's go. All right, <laughs> second uh, best bet of the day. You're going to call me the low-major king now, my friends. We're gonna Okay, so check it out. If you're expecting a fun game here, don't tune in. If you want an enjoyable game to watch and bet on, don't, don't bet on this game. What I'm telling you is this is a full fade train of a bad team who has been bad since the jump and it is a very, very low game that is going to be back-and-forth battle with two terrible offenses and two mediocre defenses. Who am I talking about? Going to the match between the Hampton Pirates and the William & Mary tribe, and we're keeping the Pirates trend going today, my friends. We're taking the Hampton Pirates plus 4.5. Oh, speaking of, how about that? There you go, the old (laughs) P-Roots. How about that, baby? Live on set. Took them plus four and a half, numbered down to plus three and a half uh, across the market, is what it's looking like so far. Um, William and Mary is that team that is on the fade train right now, my friend. They are bad. One and nine, straight up, 0 oh and 8 against the number they're one and two straight up and oh and two against the number at home wouldn't you know that one game they won was against a terrible 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 team and they didn't even have egg spread set i think they are going to struggle mightily against hampton here today my friend i don't think you should buy you look and you say colt oh my gosh they're zero and three straight up one and two against the number on the road relax it's because it's been against towson who we cashed a ticket on just this week Wafford, who we've cashed a couple of tickets on here on this pod, and USF, who me and you, partner, talked about as being a very dangerous, sneaky team. And they actually covered against USF And that was the most recent road game for them boys. So they're picking up trends. They're positively regressing back into the side that we need. But you don't believe me. I told you that the offenses weren't great. They aren't. So I'm not going to waste your time with those stats. But there is some key defensive numbers you guys need to know about. Hampton only allowing 65.9 points per game compared to William & Mary's 73.7. Hampton 41 uh, field goal percent allowed for opponents 24.4 beyond the three-point arc. Compare that to the Tribe, 47.2 field goal percentage allowed to opponents, 35% from beyond the arc. Hampton is 130th in opponent effective field goal percent compared to William & Mary, who is 330th in that exact same category. Hampton has the much better defense. I think that's what's going to swing it in their favor here today, but there's also one final thing. You would look at tempo and you say, oh my gosh, William & Mary, 93rd in the nation. Well, my friends, I bet on them at the beginning of the year, and that fast tempo don't mean shit for William & Mary. I don't know why they get that fast tempo. I don't know why they have that ranking. They are 93rd per Ken Palm. They are a fast team, but... I don't think it's going to matter. I think Hampton's going to control this game. They're not super slow, but they are methodical. 205th in the nation. And uh, I think they also win win the turnover battle. I think they uh, keep William & Mary kind of guessing what they're going to do all day. And uh, as evidenced by their turnover percentage numbers on offense, I think they win that battle. 137th on the offensive side of the ball in turnovers per Ken Palm for Hampton. 349th for William & Mary. All that being said, you don't believe me, just believe the trends. William and Mary is a bad team. Uh, I've just out this spot a couple times over the uh, last few shows as far as a team that is really, really bad and has no business being favored at home. And we just blindly, I don't want to say blindly, but pretty much take the opposite side knowing that that side should not be favored whatsoever. Evidence in the trends the tribe, two and five ATS last seven as a favorite. One in five ATS last six home games, one in five ATS last six games as a home favorite. They're also 0 in five ATS last five following an ATS loss. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Hampton ain't great. But William and Mary is shit, and we ain't backing them in no spot, and they don't need to be a favorite at home. So give me the Hampton Pirates telling you here, boys, they are uh, going to be a one of my low major darlings that I love to back from time to time. And it's got to be specific spots, but I do believe this is that specific spot. Second best bet of the day, locked in.
1: I like it, man. Would Let's you go. say, uh, contrary to your uh, typical tempo saying of, certain xyz team is going to boat race a little slow and steady wins the race this time around
0: yeah because i uh i've had it in my mind three times now that william and mary was going to boat race their opponents and i didn't back the spread and their opponent played much slower than them right around this almost exact split yeah and it didn't matter for them at all slow and steady won the race sloppy turnovers not cleaning up the glass Hustle stats. I think that's what it comes down to tonight. And Hampton gets a little bit of a lead and is able just to nice and methodically grind it out. Thanks for closing out there for me, partner. Hell of a segue. Glad we're always on the same page. How about number three? Okay, glad you asked. Here we go. 43 minutes after the top of the hour, let's uh, pick up the pace just a tiny bit. Boys, girls, this one was hard for me. I didn't want to fade my boys. But it was just a few too many points for me, and uh, I just could not help but to take my other boys in the process. Going to the matchup between the Monmouth Hawks and the St. John's Red Storm, and I am taking all nine or eight and a half where I've seen it kind of drop down to, but I caught it at nine points with the Monmouth hawks they are being incredibly undervalued and it's very sneaky to me or very interesting to me that st john's has been a 16 and a half 22 and a half 26 and a half 32 and a half 14 and a half and a 44 and a half point favorite in six out of their last seven home games and now they're only a nine point favorite and dropping mama nine point high and dropping down to eight and a half mama (laughs) i know it's not the fucking words i'm trying to fit it into my point there all right thank you johnny cash legend man in black uh contrary to what you would believe they haven't been very good against those numbers and i think they continue to not be good at all they might be six and one straight up but they're two and five against the number at home monmouth on the other hand they are my low mid major boys they are a wagon seven and one straight up eight no against the number my friends on the road 5-1 5-1 and one straight up, 6-0 and oh against the number as well. It's absolutely beautiful. They've only been a dog three times this year, my friends. They are a good team. The books know how to value them, and you have to take the points because of that. Monmouth, uh, again, has some defensive edges. The offenses are pretty similar in this matchup as well. Going uh, with my plays today, some defensive edges for sure. Monmouth only allowing 65.8 points per game compared to St. John's 72.9. The three ball is really what did it for me. Monmouth only allowing 27.9% from beyond the arc and St. John's 34.9% from beyond the arc. Three. Uh, last but not least on Ken Palm here defensively. Love this as well. Monmouth 20th in opponent effective field goal percent and 86th in defensive rebounding percent compared to St. John's. That's 127th in opponent effective field goal percent and 281st in defensive rebounding percent. So I think those uh, key spots loom really large here. And then once again, the turnover battle is going to be uh, pretty big in my mind. I think Monmouth values their possessions just a little bit more, and they do win the offensive turnover battle. Monmouth is 159th in offensive turnovers per Ken Palm, and St. John's is 251st, so outside of the top 250. I also think in a game like this with this kind of a number, maybe, just maybe, St. John's does put the whooping on them, but it's one of those games where it comes down to free throws and maybe Monmouth can uh, get it tight at the end. So, hey... I looked at free throws too. Monmouth, measly 81.5% from the charity stripe. You know, nothing too crazy. Bees are pretty solid, but uh, Saint John's, 71.5% from the charity stripe, 10% better or 10% less, my friends. So I love uh, Monmouth's edge there in the free throw category to keep them uh, in this game and keep it tight. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Monmouth, 6-0 ATS last six road games, 4-0 ATS last four versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Uh, St. John's five and 16 ATS last 21 Thursday games. One and six straight up their last seven Thursday games. They're also 0 and five against the number of last five home games. 0 and four ATS last four as a home favorite. I love the Monmouth Hawks. Give me all nine, eight and a half. I hope it keeps dropping. It makes me love it even more for my third best bet of the day. I
1: like it, partner. I'm real interested in this one. Monmouth already knocking off some uh whether it's, you know, competent, uh, you know, close to big caliber teams, I guess you would say, or knocking off some solid mid major teams. They've been solid so far this year, man. I like it.
0: Hundred percent. Appreciate your words. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Fourth and final, best bet of the day for me. You know I got five, but we're not going back to the showdown. This closes out my college basketball card. Going to match up between the Grand Canyon Antelopes and the Arizona State Sun Devils and my friends. I'm taking the dog once again, taking the Antelopes plus three and a half. Um, this opened up right around four and a half, dropped down to four, down to three and a half. I love it. I think this is the perfect line. I think it might finish right at three and a half. I think it. I, I love it in this spot. They have cooled off a little bit since uh, me and you were backing them uh, last week or a couple weeks ago when they played a lot of games back to back and they were just an absolute wagon. But not to, not to say they aren't uh, they aren't still good in their own right. I think Arizona State is a little bit overvalued. Uh, they're only two and two straight up, 0 and 4 ATS at home. Overall, three and six straight up, two six and one against the numbers. So even more inconsistent across the board. I don't really want to back a team in uh, like that anything bigger than a bucket. So I will gladly take the points once again with Grand Canyon. That is still eight and one straight up, five and three against the number on the road, two and zero straight up, one and one against the number. Uh, they've only been a dog once this year, my friends. I just said it with Monmouth. When you see teams like this as a dog, it is for a reason, and you need to take advantage of that value because it is very few and far between. That's why I'm taking the points here, but a couple other key final closing points. Uh, Grand Canyon's ability to defend the three ball is what I think uh, is going to loom large for them here, 28%. Uh, for opponents from beyond the arc, and for Arizona State, 34.4%. Uh, also, not to mention Grand Canyon, 22nd in opponent effective field goal percent, 138th for the Arizona State Sun Devils in that exact same category. I looked on the opposite side of the uh, ball for effective field goal percent. Grand Canyon, 107th. Arizona State, 276th, my friends. And last but certainly not least... I think the Old Lopes are going to win the rebound battle here. I think they're going to clean up the glass quite well because they're seventh in offensive rebounding percent per Kenpom, 112th on the defensive glass. Look at Arizona State, 189th on the offensive glass and 226th per Ken Palm on the defensive side of the ball. I think also uh, Grand Canyon's ability to knock down threes with uh, Arizona State's inability to really uh, guard them or any from any team, for that matter, uh, is really what allows them to keep this game tight, if not get the outright win. They shoot 36.7 from beyond the arc, and uh, I think that ends up being one of their big factors. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. Last time for the day, Arizona State 1-7 against the number their last eight Thursday games. 1-8-1 ATS, last 10 following an ATS win. They're also 6-21 ATS, last 27 as a favorite. 5-16 ATS, last 21 as a home favorite. Grand Canyon, 7-0 ATS, last 7 as a dog. 4-1 ATS, last 5 versus team with a losing straight-up record. And Grand Canyon, 5-2 ATS, last 7 following an ATS win. I love the lopes. They're kind of uh the show's darling, if you will, the TTL Cruz low major, mid-major darling, the Grand Canyon Antelopes plus three and a half, wrapping out my wrapping up rather my college basketball card of the day.
1: I like it, my man. You mentioned it. I love the lopes in so many spots. And this is one of them. One thing I want to do my homework on, this kind of just came to my head. Uh their most recent game. Forty-seven point win, twenty-nine and a half point cover over my uh, Mississippi State, Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils, my fade boys. I want to do some homework uh, after this, as far as teams that just smoke the pants off of the Delta Devils. What they do in that next game? Because I have to imagine that it's gonna be that it's like it's one of those cupcakes, confidence boosters, and their hey. offense scores ninety points, and then they go into the yep. next game and have a nice offensive day. I imagine that's what it's going to be like, but I want to do my homework on that because it's like those uh, you know, the college football teams at the beginning of the season when they schedule a cupcake and beat them by 70, and then they start rolling along. So hundred I imagine that's what we see, but uh, I love the Lopes for you. No doubt about it.
0: 100% appreciate you, dude. I love them too. I think uh, we got a 4-0 sweep on the board here today, uh, putting that out in the world. I think it is uh, very worthy. I think we see uh, a lot of regression from some of these teams, and I think we got uh, four teams that are extremely undervalued in their spots here today. So... I think, uh, actually, uh, five teams, too, with the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think uh, they, too, also get that double-digit win against uh, little brother Iowa State. That all being said, there you go. There you have it, our MAG's best bets and my best bets of the day. Let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with the third segment of the day, the always third segment of the day, special play of the day, sometimes rotating on Thursday what that special play might be. The board bender parlay, okay, my friends. Four legs on this bad boy, paying out at over nine to one odds. You want me to be exact? Plus nine thirty-five. Ten bucks a win you nine dollars, ninety-three dollars, a hundred dollars a win you nine thirty. Okay, we're on the same page. Four legs on this bad boy. Leg number one, coming from the college basketball hardwood. Going to the matchup between the Colgate Cougars. Raiders. Raiders. Okay, not good, I guess. Well, total guess. I'm, I, I'm a good man. Guess. I would, I would I, call that a man. I am guess. a truthful man. I'm a truthful man, okay? <laughs> not going to lie to you. The Colgate Raiders. Should it be the Cougars, the, actually. Yeah, yeah, right. The Pitt Panthers. <laughs> That'd be a sick-ass matchup. Gets the Pitt Panthers oh my gosh, Pitt is a home underdog. We have to take the points. Au contraire, my friends. Everybody is zigging, so we are zagging. We're taking the Raiders, minus three on the road. Part of anything you got as far as that, I think it's just a little fugazi. Uh, Pittsburgh has not lived up to the hype of last year, and they look pretty bad this year, so we'll keep fading them.
1: Yeah, as far, I mean, just an ACC team as a home dog against a mid-major team. Colgate's a, beaten Sy- uh, Syracuse, another ACC team, lost by three, hung with a solid NC State team. So this Pitt, P- uh, Pitt Panthers team is not a good team. Love laying the points on the road with the Colgate
0: Raiders. 100%, I would put the uh, Pitt Panthers actually maybe worse than Syracuse. And you mentioned there, oh, yeah. Colgate oh, beat oh, Syracuse. Oh, oh. So I would say actually so uh, a yeah, lot more, 100%. yeah, definitely a lot farther. Yeah. So I know no it's question. not apples to apples. We always say that, not sure. apples to apples in college basketball, but also at the same time. I think that might have some value. Okay, so there you go. First leg. Second leg. Let's keep the basketball trend moving. Going to the NBA hardwood. Going to the matchup between, gosh darn it, I knew I should have wrote this down, the San Antonio Spurs and the Denver Nuggets. Thank you, sir. I always uh, get confused when I look at all these different colors. Uh, Okay, so San Antonio Spurs against the Denver Nuggets little bit of some weird line movement. Not sure really what the hell's going on. Second leg, we're taking the San Antonio Spurs money line. Last I saw is at minus 122 Uh market consensus. Any changes there, partner?
1: About 130, minus 130. Spurs okay. spread, jumping okay. up to minus two.
0: Getting a little juicy.
1: A little bit of monetary liability there, but I think there's good reason for that, and I think the book's messed up with that one.
0: Okay. All right. So there you go, there you have it, our two favorite things, our two favorite sports, rather, well, my, our, my, mine at least, college basketball, and then Mags loves the old NBA. Now, over to Mags' favorite sport, at least a cap, the gridiron, the NFL. We're going to the matchup tonight, Thursday night football, Stillers-Vikings. Now, partners taking the Vikings minus three. I'm taking the points on the road with Tomlin and the boys. So what the hell are we doing in this spot? Oh, we're going to the total, and life is too damn short to take the under, so hammer the fucking mess out of the over. 43 and a half, my friends, for the third, count it, one, two, three, segment, or not segment, goodness gracious, leg of the boardbender parlay. Now, I said four legs. Ho. (laughs) Partner, I ask you, are we hockey sharps?
1: I mean, we ain't square.
0: I mean, we ain't square for sure. We ain't square. (laughs) So I'll tell you. (laughs) we're on a four and oh trend right now we're playing the trend for the fifth time to go five and oh it looks good it's moving in our favor the number the line is getting worse when i locked it in it was right around last night minus 155 i played it on my own and then we decided to bring it here it is now at minus 176 lace up the skates boys We're going to the ice, taking the Detroit Red Wings, plus one and a half, my friends, going up against the St. Louis Blues. You say, oh my gosh, the Red Wings stink. What are you thinking? I know, but this is also called gambling, not just sporting. So (laughs) So that being said, fourth and final leg. <laughs> on the board bender parlay, we are taking the Detroit Red Wings on the road in St. Louis, plus one and a half. You parlay all four of those legs up Colgate Raiders, minus three, Detroit Red Wings, plus one and a half, Pittsburgh. Steelers versus the Minnesota Vikings over 43 and a half in the San Antonio Spurs money line. You're getting right around plus 935 odds. Let me give you a live update. Oh my gosh, it is dropping quickly, folks. Plus 886, courtesy of the FanDuel Sportsbook. I kept it tracking over the course of the show after I locked it in early. $100 bet will win you currently $886. Very confident, but as always, be who you can afford to be. Probably play a quarter unit on that bad boy as per usual. Partner, anything closing on the boardbender parlay? Other than uh, being super sharp as fucking hockey, dude, I got nothing else. <laughs> 150%. There you go. There yeah, you have sport. it. All right. It's our sport right now. I don't know what the hell's going on, but we're on a 4-0 heater. We're about to go 5-0, and so let's rock and roll. Uh, it's that time, my friends. You see it in the ticker now. Rip out your sports books. Get out that paper, that pen, that pencil, whatever mode, method, or way you take stock of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day. Get that on your person right here and right now and get ready to hammer in the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day for this gorgeous Thursday of Bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar, December the 9th in the year 2021 because these bad boys are about to be live on your screen in three in two in one i'm a poet and i didn't even know it and we are live from i can't remember is it uh u.s bank Bank stadium i can see it all the way back there in the back hey check it out check it out U.S. Bank Stadium, all the way back here, baby. But your eyes probably don't see that with no glasses on. All that being said, (laughs) my I see it's there. Can I read it? No. It's something like that. Hell no. Either way, my friends, hopefully you have your glasses on if you have the same problems that my partner does from time to time. But right now, please, turn your attention all the way above us, left corner top left corner of your screen for our mags picks he's taking the iowa hawkeyes on the college basketball hardwood on the road to little brother the wrong isu iowa state not hashtag roll birds illinois state uh minus four okay with that up to five and a half but would not take it any higher we're showing down on the thursday night football matchup he's taking the vikings minus three at home i say oh contraire my friend give me the stillers plus three and if you see that turn your attention to the right top portion of your screen i also have four college basketball bets coming at you tonight looking to rebound rough night don't know what trap we fell into yesterday but mind of goldfish time to get the brooms out of the closet for seton hall plus one and a half if it has gone to a favorite on your book hammer it in on the money line hampton pirates plus four and a half monmouth hawks plus nine grand canyon antelopes plus three and a half directly above us today's special play the now becoming popular Thursday special play of the day. The board bender parlay. Four legs on that bad boy paying out over 9-1 to one odds. We are taking the Detroit Red Wings plus one and a half. The Colgate Raiders against the Pittsburgh Panthers on the college basketball hardwood minus three. The San Antonio Spurs on the money line and the Thursday night football over 43 and a half. My friends... If you're siding with me or Mags, either way, let's get all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven best bets of the day coming from the TTL crew that are primed for ticket cashing straight to your local pay window. But before we can do so, we need you too. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day into whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. How you doing, Parker? Good
1: stuff. I feel fucking good. I feel fantastic about all these.
0: I do too, um, except the Vikings minus three. So. Nah. Love the Steelers plus three. Outside of all of that, it looks like a uh, a beautiful day of gambling ahead of us. So there you go. There you have it. All right, my friends. Bottom right portion of your screen. You'll see it underneath the, the winning pick. Actually, let, let me point this out to you. You'll see nah, it underneath off. the winning pick. Uh, the Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. Uh, we got an NBA roll coming at you, my friends. You see it there. Utah versus Philadelphia. Jazz V 76ers. Lines tight. Lines hot. The uh, total is very intriguing. So, partner, I changed the ticker, and I asked you, where's this game being played at? Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? What is the current total set at? And once you do, we'll get on with today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day.
1: Alrighty, partner. This one is in Philadelphia. The Sixers are the home team, but catching three points at home, plus three against the Jazz. Jazz obviously minus three, minus one fourteen on FanDuel right now. Money line minus one fifty four for the Jazz. Sixers at plus one thirty. The over under is two sixteen. So uh, interesting splits here. Not sure if the dice want the home dog or not, but uh, both teams. Uh, you know, I haven't been keeping two to close tabs on the jazz, on the Sixers, but the Jazz are playing some solid basketball right now, if I do say so myself. I was going to wait to see if the Dice chose them.
0: <laughs> I got to give a shout-out to our Philly fam.
1: For sure. We do have a lot of connections with the uh, Philly people.
0: Yeah, so hopefully the Dice are on the <laughs> same page. I like the Philadelphia 76ers at home there in the uh, old underdog spot. They are the dogs, correct?
1: Yes, sir. A lot of monetary liability that appears on the old uh, Jazz as I'm seeing on the Action App right now.
0: Okay, okay. And then 216 and a half, I heard you say over there, right? 216 on FanDuel. Just 216. Okay, (laughs) straight up. You got it. All right, my friend. Well, my friends, the dice have entered the chat. The Moneyline ATS die is live in prime time. The Home Away die is here, and the Wildcard die is live as well. You hear them shaking, ready to rock and roll. Let me see. Okay, little uh, little show off, show and tell here. Let's see what uh, what we can do. Okay, you see some ATS there. Try and move my light around a little bit here. Do a little goofy shit. ATS. I can tell you how
1: me. how well it comes up if I actually have my glasses on. Like that's act- that actually comes up real decent. I mean, it's not
0: bad, right? Like no, you it's can real see, sound. You see the money line. Oh, it's, it's a, real sound. It's, oh, it's a little blurry, okay. It's like, oh, it's a little blurry. Then I'm like, wait, I, I'm just I can't see dog so. shit. And then uh, under, over, you see all the home and away. I wish you could see, like if I go really close like that, then you can't really see it anymore. But no, where uh, if you had
1: that money line. It actually looked really sound.
0: Yeah, uh, ATS home, stuff like that. So you see the dice. You know the drill. You know what's going down. You know the matchup. Let's get into it. First roll of the day. Are we taking the home team 76ers or the away team Jazz? We all find out in three and two in one. Away team. You talk okay. Jazz. Say the money line dice. Okay. Are we taking money line or ATS? We find out once again in three and two in one. Money line, money line, okay. money line. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, show you guys either one of those. Away, money line. Away, money line. Okay. Wild card roll. My selfish ass wishes they, they they do a re-roll here. That's kind of what I'm hoping, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. Maybe they double down and say, hey, just relax. You got to trust us on this one. Or maybe they go to the total and give us two tickets to cash. Either way, we all find out in three and two. In one. Money line I see. Home money line. Oh, jeez. Okay, it is going to be a re roll, my friends. It is going hmm. to be a full re roll. Okay, so without further ado, get ready. First roll away or home? Home.
1: Home team, huh? Home.
0: Very convenient. Right before home. you
1: said my selfish, you know.
0: Man, ain't that. Home. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just giving vibes <laughs> for the dice. I don't know. <laughs> Three, two, one for money line or ATS. Shoot. ATS, ATS, okay. ATS, ATS, okay. ATS, ATS. Okay, wild card roll. In three, in two, in one. Away money line. Okay, great, wonderful. Away <laughs> come on, money line. This is the way money line. All right, home or away. 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 Come away. on, dice. Once again, come on, dice. This is ridiculous. ATS or money line? Win two games, nice. Money you're show line. Gone. Money line, money line. Wild card roll. Away ATS. Away money line, away ATS. So we just take the away money line since they are the favorite in the spot. Or do we hammer in the spread? I think we
1: double down on ATS, right?
0: Yeah, because it every is time less I'm it honest. is less well, it is less chalky, so Yeah.
1: Minus three. Hey man, I said it to you off the show. These uh, the Jazz are starting to look like the team of last year that are really, really solid and going to start covering uh, or being one of the best teams in the damn league.
0: ATS. So I don't and know. What the fuck do I know? The dice have <laughs> spoken. If you want a guarantee, take one ticket. Count it, just one ticket to the pay window this evening. Not for me. Not for Mags. Not for anybody living on this planet but per the inanimate but still yet all-knowing cubicle objects that be the money line dice hammer in right here right now the Utah Jazz minus three against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight thank you dice thank you dice thank you dice five straight okay. wins for the jazz hey. straight up my man they're playing good ball okay okay I'm with it. I'm with it I wish I wouldn't have played the Philadelphia song now but hey Okay, yeah, Jess. I was going to say, I was waiting for it. <laughs> it was good vibes. Hey, good vibes for sure. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Moneyline Dice. All right, that does it. There you go. There you have it. All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving, partner. Second half of the show here. Good, sir. Uh, unless you got anything in regards to first half of the show. Any more uh, insights, analysis, plays, anything in between you forgot to dish out? uh
1: no sir looks like dalvin cook is still a game time decision as far as tonight's game goes
0: well that would be second half of the show so let's get that in the ticker there <laughs> regards
1: <laughs> our bets regards our bets i guess
0: it does i guess it does. i have a dalvin cook for you yeah, i uh i would figure we get into that rabbit hole a little bit too so without further ado my friend second half of the show let's uh get a little bit of banter going started off with some r mags uh sidebar here and see what rabbit holes we do fall into so without further ado partner Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 179 of the TTL pod on this beautiful December 9th, 2021.
1: My man, uh, curious if you are interested in uh, looking into a little look ahead. Obviously, we'll give out our picks tomorrow, but as far as Sunday's NFL slate is concerned, Mm. i got nothing else too crazy here, but... Got a couple of opinions, interested. You and I haven't really talked about this Sunday at all yet. But uh, anywhere you're leaning heavily just yet so far on Thursday.
0: Oh, boy. Um <laughs> if you'd like me to kick
1: it off. Go ahead. I, I'm interested in the Dallas Cowboys, minus the four, against the Washington football team, who is obviously coming in with a winning streak, but think it's just a slightly bit fugazi, and the Cowboys, I think, are going to be looking for, to make a big old statement. And I've, uh, you know, I've got some other stuff behind it that I'll probably give out tomorrow. But Cowboys are one of my early picks that I'm liking so far, uh, at least today. I don't like stem at all. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble on that. One. No, I, that's. I mean, shit. I, I haven't really looked deep into uh, all too much yet. I was going to dive into some good, good handful of stuff. I, I just. I didn't even get down to early leans. That was gonna be my thing yesterday. I had some shit with the old truck getting the uh, license updated. It's a it's a son of a bitch turning twenty six, dude. Either way. Um yeah. Knee jerk reaction. I like Cleveland minus two and a half. Um hmm. I think again. Oh, Baltimore on the road, two and a half. Once again, they just did it. Uh, maybe, but all I, I don't know. I gotta look into that one um vegas being a 10 point dog to kansas city do they I dog walk them
1: again i don't
0: i, I don't ugh. know um <laughs> carolina they do, honestly yeah carolina only being a two and a half point favorite at home ugh. has me very intrigued um i i just don't trust atlanta that much i don't know um so uh,
1: can we stick on that one for a second because go ahead yeah I don't know. I, I 100% agree with you. I would like to fade Atlanta, but do I have enough trust in Carolina right now? Is the Not big question in my opinion.
0: Not essentially. I really don't. I They think, are coming off a bye, I do believe though. I think Cam yep. is kind of broken to tell you the truth. I just don't mm-hmm. think he can throw the rock like he used to be able to. 10 yards and in, he's my 150%. I'll take yeah. him over every other quarterback in the league, but Uh, opposite side of the field and all the way to that 10-yard line uh, give me anybody else uh, but him it's just not i I don't know what it is we chalked it up to covid last year but uh it just it didn't end up being that so i I don't know what it is man and and they they just don't look good so um i don't know maybe there is a reason that they're two and a half you play the line you play what you see um but at the end of the day you know
1: it's a big one. I uh, I had over seven and a half wins preseason for the Carolina Panthers, so this is a big one. I don't know if that yeah, should yeah. dictate what I want in this, because I mean I'm I, I'm sure that if we would go back and listen to us back in August, we say, oh, they take care of the Falcons in this one, no problem, right? But I guess Probably. we definitely did not factor in all these quarterback situations, hundred percent.
0: No, not what's going on. We thought Sam Darnold would kind of have a uh, revitalization of his career, if you will, and that uh, that definitely has not happened. Uh, no. So uh, Proven to be better know.
1: than their other options, though, I would say.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree. I don't know why um, the 49ers are only a point-and-a-half favorite on the road in Cincinnati. Um, that's, that's really interesting to me, to tell you the truth. Um, that would almost lean me into taking the Bengals, despite – what i'm seeing for money splits and everything as far as that goes right now um five people already laying the point and a half or when it was at plus one and a half whatever the case might be like that just that hasn't worked out all year long all line movement that's a that's a key it's already a favorite uh watch them lose outright by some something stupid yeah
1: i think i'll probably stay away from the spread uh without looking at any weather though the over kind of interests me there is it looks like mm. someone dropped uh maybe a couple people dropped uh some big money on the under but maybe that's just low hanging fruit but i am I'm, I'm a little interested in that over in that one
0: can buffalo get it back going again against the tampa <sighs> bay buccaneers they are only getting three and a half on the road that's uh yikes that's an interesting one there man Genius. yeah i don't know
1: my gut tells me that they kind of can bounce back i don't know because it's weird it's like oh they need this one they need this one but they also got some uh they've got another meeting with the new england patriots here uh in a couple more weeks so i i don't know man i i think they might need that one and they might take care of it if it's at least plus three and a half i'm interested in the bills there.
0: Yeah, I think I—that's uh, kind of where I lean as well. And then the only other one that I got an interest on, but it, it's the Monday night matchup, so we ain't got to get that far into it. But sure. uh, Arizona laying the two at home—I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. I mean, they dog walked Arizona, or they dog walked the Rams uh, in time, yeah. LA the first time around, and uh, not a whole bunch has changed. I mean, D Hop and uh, Kyler are back in They're action, back. and. Yeah. Um, you know, the Rams are just kind of beating mediocre teams. They, uh, they get some of this high level competition and they just, they don't look as good as they should. So as my humble opinion, that's what yeah. I would do looking into Monday. That's obviously a whole four days away at this point in time, but, uh, 100% hey, with you. either way, I think I'd be interested in that for Monday night football. And then Sunday night, I'm not really interested in at all. Yippee. We get to, uh, Watch the fucking Chicago Bears against the fucking Green Bay Packers. And, um, yeah, I'll be hyped. I'll be cheering. I'll be doing. I think we're, uh, me and Mag's going to have a little feast with another couple of our buddies, a little, uh, late B day celebration for your boy. Um, does that mean
1: I have to be less of an asshole since it is technically a birthday celebration, kind of?
0: I mean, yeah, kind of, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, fucking Green Bay laying 12 at home, though. Like, you can just. Oh. As far as the spread. pound sand with all that shit as far as I'm
1: I'm I'm not I don't want to say I'm concerned about the spread. It's just I I don't know if I'm comfortable laying that. I mean, it's a divisional matchup. The first one, it was a 10-point game. And, uh, you know, I would, a gun to my head, sure, I'll fire away the pack, but probably won't put a full unit down on them.
0: You know what's got me the most intrigued is that the Bears really suck and that everybody knows they really suck. And everybody is really talking about how much they really suck. And the Packers are proving they're pretty fucking solid. And everybody knows they're pretty solid. And everybody's like, oh, they are cover any number in the book. They've, been, they've had money, sharp money against them all year long. And despite the odds, they continue to cover and win their cheesehead faithful that are in states that can bet tons of money. All the cheeseheads are screaming from the rooftop this is going to be easy money. Why the fuck don't we flex this out? Hell, even Bears fans are saying let's flex this shit out. We don't I don't want think to we're watch saying it. let's flex it out. We, we, we we we're happy to this. watch it. Hey, either way, what I do know <laughs> is that too many people think that the Packers are going to just, oh, too loo right on through the Bears like they usually do in Green Bay. And that is just not how it happens. I think they come out flat. I think uh, they're not as geared up as they usually are because Rodgers owns the Bears. I own you, he says. Yeah, fuck off, guy. Um, (laughs) No, I I do have my thoughts on this. Kind of I, uh,
1: I I have no concerns as far as the win is concerned. Maybe we'll make things interesting tomorrow or this weekend as far as the spread because I do think that line is really solid. I think that is almost a toss-up. Yeah. I am more interested because I do think it, it, it might be close in the first half. I actually am not going to bet on the Bears in the first half. I think the Bears might cover, or last I checked it was plus 7 in the first half. Bears might cover or push that one out. And then Packers with second half is minus 6.5, and, and that's when I think the Packers put the fucking hammer down and uh, you know blow out the Bears. Maybe not blow out the Bears, but at least... Uh, put the game away because coming out of the bye week the Packers are you know have average success but it's typically a little bit of a slower start so I think uh, second half is when they're really going to put up the points.
0: I don't know we'll see what happens man I don't uh, I think it was just more of a box score game in Chicago this year and everybody thought they just absolutely dog walked them and it wasn't mm-hmm. until like friggin' eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and I mean you're a little bit more than the average fan. You dish out daily gambling content, so you're a little bit more of a realist, pal. You don't have fucking cheese leaking out of your ears and nose and eyes and everything in between. But at the same time, you give a little, well, uh, 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 whatever. Yeah, I I just don't think it's gonna be that easy this time. I don't think it's gonna be that easy this time. You're saying this week I don't huh? have shit yeah, leaking out of my face? Yeah, oh, okay. No, no. Because I'm just sick of it.
1: Usual. I just—it's fatigue. It's just yeah. domination fatigue. It's
0: like oh, domination. I don't want to like I don't oh. want to go
1: back to oh, it's a toss up. Like I obviously enjoy, uh, you know, having ownership over the Bears, but uh, you know you have zero
0: they're... ownership over anything, hmm. pal. Okay, you just sit sit in the stands and fucking be a fan and watch your boys hopefully try and pull off an upset of the greatest football team in the history of the NFL, the Chicago Bears, coming into Lambeau Field. <laughs>
1: Please get your hopes up, and I know you won't. But Hell I'm already no starting to I'm already starting to see the cycle. Sunday, it's like fuck, we got to play the Packers this week on on prime time for the second time in the year. Oh boy, Monday, please, someone kill us. Second, hey, you know, I actually see a little bit of a path for the Bears to make the playoffs. All it takes is us, first of all, to win this game against the Packers. And then after that, it's, yeah, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. And I kind of agree with that after the Packers. But then, (laughs) am I wrong, though? I'm already starting to see this cycle. And then it's Wednesday. It's like, you know, this is crazy. But, hey, we're going to pull off this upset. And then come Sunday night, you get your pants pulled down. And you and now it's Thursday.
0: Now it's Thursday. And everybody are delving out their 10 keys to victory for the Chicago Bears in Lambeau Field. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? What Boys, come on. We can't do this every fucking week. We cannot do this every week. Just stop. Just stop. Because here's the thing, Bears fans. I'm speaking directly to you. Bear fan to Bear fan. The more delusional you become. And, oh, this is the week here, boys. Oh, here we go. And the more, I'm pretty positive the Bears have some fucked up way to figure out what size TV you put them on as well. Um, So, stop putting them on your main TVs. Stop utilizing your cable to broadcast the game, use a legal streaming service so they don't get extra views and extra ratings, stop fucking getting excited on Thursday and Friday to have the coach step, you know, boys, you know, boys, But but maybe what, you know, this game plan, BU, BU is going to work this week. BU is just going to fucking, to a T, cross it and dot the I. I can't do it. I can't do it. Please, folks, please. Please, please stop being optimistic. And the moment we do as a collective fan base is when we'll start to see some changes. You know, I view Bears fans very similar to new gamblers or to amateur gamblers, if you will. Knowingly seeing that stove, knowing that that minus three stove or maybe that plus six or don't teased college football stove is right there and repeatedly just because it, it it's fun to bitch about in conversation or something I really don't understand it I don't do it I like to win money in this racket but you will often see many people just going back and slamming their hand down on that stove just so they can have the opportunity to bitch about the fact that they fucking slam their hand down on that stove and it's almost as if this point If fans didn't have Matt Nagy to bitch about or a head coach to bitch about, we would have nothing. So it's almost as if we enjoy this fucked up cycle and carousel we find ourselves on. And I'm sorry to say it is we might not ever find ourselves off the fucking ride is what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm a little worried about it to tell you the truth. For a final jab, and I really
1: like I really wouldn't try to do this, but I actually saw like it was like a CBS thing, totally neutral. As far as Mitch Trubisky's record with the Bears oh. since whatever 2017 and then everyone else and Mitch Trubisky had a positive record and someone quoted me and it was like, yeah, CBS gets hit and I'm just like, no, oh, stop, what are you doing to yourself? Stop, that's not Mitch Trubisky. Maybe he's better than all these other guys you've had. But twenty nine and twenty one is because you had a championship level defense and went twelve and four, and then you played a you know half cupcake schedule every year, and you you know the defense manages to do something to get him wins. It's not good. Stop talking yourself into these terrible quarterbacks, Bears fans. Please. It's not good, dude. Stop, and yeah. uh, and you yeah, know I hate me, to dude. say it,
0: but I, I'm I hate to say it, and you know it's gonna sound brash, but fuck it, I'm starting to not like the fact that we drafted Justin Fields. And not because... No, no, no. Hey, call down. I know what you're calm saying. Down. I know what you're saying. Not because of Justin Fields as the man. You know me. If you have followed this pod since we started this journey, I won't even go down the rabbit hole of what I think about the man that is QB1 Justin Fields. It has nothing to do with that. It has the fact that we are yet breaking another superstar caliber quarterback. Yet again, doing it. 150%. And it, my... My uncles have seen it. My uncles' uncles have seen it. Their fucking uncles' uncles have seen Chicago Bears and their staff breaking quarterbacks or bringing in a quarterback. And, oh, my gosh, they're so highly touted, and it don't fucking work out. And I don't want it to happen again. I. It's almost one of them situations you catch the rarest fish in the world, you know, out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And you decide, ah, let's just take a picture of it. Let this bitch swim free. This is where he belongs Maybe Justin Field just belongs on another fucking team, man. Maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of my ass. Maybe we just need to get Matt Nagy out of there first. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I am a realist here. I don't hold no bones about it. And I, it's every fucking Sunday. Okay, boys, here we go again. We're we're gonna win. We got such and such back. We got so and so back. We got this guy at a free agency. Like, do you realize? That, like, it doesn't matter. Well,
1: doesn't matter. a couple other things. As far as you've seen the movie Tommy Boy, right?
0: Oh, of course. What? Yeah,
1: it's like the Chris Farley scene where he's, you know, finally like the disheveled, like can't make a damn sale. And he's like, oh, and I got this pretty little, <laughs> this pretty little pit and I love it. And I just, and then. <laughs> that's, that's the Bears <laughs> of Quarterbacks, man.
0: Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's not good a situation. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Now you got me down this whole depressing Sorry. ass Bears rabbit hole. So, okay, let's turn around the vibes a little bit here. Uh, what's coming up on the horizon, uh, TTL wise, unless you got any liens, any liens, uh, that we didn't talk about as far as today. I
1: mean, no, it's a smaller, uh, college basketball and NBA slate only three NBA games. We talked about two of them, college basketball. We probably talked about half of them, so maybe one or two. I don't know.
0: hundred percent. I got, uh, I got nothing major on this side either. Um, I guess
1: Purdue was the only one you and I talked about interested in Purdue laying the points, but
0: yeah maybe then Rutgers yeah. bites you in the ass again, but I honestly think that Purdue' is just a wagon <laughs> uh my
1: Mississippi Valley State boys are in action today, but it is a uh, low concerning twenty point spread as opposed to as opposed to thirty forty so
0: maybe well, it was at nineteen the last time I saw it, so <laughs> maybe worth a little bit of a gander there. I don't know who am I uh yeah, I I'm definitely have, doing it uh, yeah, I know you are I didn't <laughs> have anything uh I didn't have anything major outside of that. Um, no other major rabbit holes, anything kind of going on. I didn't see any uh late breaking news come out, uh, anything worth talking about. Uh, let's see here. Did you know one college
1: football game, Army Navy? We'll talk about on Saturday.
0: Most deaf, 150. Um, outside of that, nothing really major as far as uh updates, any injuries, anything like that. So, We'll see how everything shakes out Thursday night football. We got the TTL showdown. We got uh, college basketball rocking and rolling here too. We got the uh, boardbender parlay, money line dice, everything in between. Went through our max sidebar, uh, talked some early NFL, got into some rabbit holes as per usual. No leans. Uh, How about a couple announcements, and let's wrap it up with some motivation minutes. Uh, Season 2, episode number 3 of the Wise Words podcast. Uh, presented to you by Talking The Line Sports Media, available on YouTube or your favorite podcast directory. You can also find it at TalkingTheLine.com slash Y-Words-Podcast. Featured the legendary Jeff Dawson. We had a hell of a conversation with him, talked about his start in the industry, do's and don'ts of betting, uh, college basketball, college football, All types of ins and outs, everything in between. Had some laughs, had some fun. Somehow, the legendary, once again, here he finds his way into our show again. The legendary sportsbook Consig made his way into the show. Got to mention, shout out, uh, our guy. Um, Outside of that, be sure you watch that bad boy. Uh, Find it again on the uh, Talking The Line website uh, for your viewing or listening pleasure on your favorite directory. Uh, Cup of Joe on campus will be back Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. You just mentioned it, partner. Only Army-Navy this weekend, so we got that to talk about, and then we'll have a loaded college basketball slate. Good so, Plenty games. of good games. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm going to get started on my UFC blog actually tonight. Um, I keep forgetting,
1: dude. Oh, my goodness. I keep
0: forgetting I just, about I, this It's just it – just, I don't know why Poirier versus Oliveira is just not sticking in my head and it's just now it should, starting though. to yeah like it, it just should now though because i
1: know i agree with you 100 i am so juiced up for that matchup
0: i i think that this fight goes the fucking distance i truly honestly believe this fight goes the distance and i think i'm willing to lay the fucking absolute hammer down on that plus money ticket but don't quote me on it yet I'm going to do some research. I'm going to start uh, doing my research, everything tonight, because it is a huge fucking card, and and there's a lot of value on that board. So yeah. I'm going to have to do a little bit of early research here. Might uh, have a little DBAB parlay uh, coming Ooh, back again. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Uh, plenty of old Brazilians on the uh, card. So woo-ha! And let's see if we can get them to the pay window. Love it. Um, outside of that, you'll probably have your freaking extra cheddar. Don't want to see that stupid thing against the Bears um we'll be crushing down some pork butt as that is going on i uh, got a pork butt thawing in the Refrigadero as we speak salad um, uh, crafting
1: up my uh dip inventory that i'll be bringing
0: sick and uh the legendary scooter mcgavin is mm-hmm. uh making his legendary red sauce pasta so it's about to be a fucking feast uh let's fucking go let's rock and roll. i might uh, fast
1: until that day so i eat 10 pounds of food
0: i might as well i might be skin and bones by the next time you see me and then the Mm -hmm. next time after that after this weekend i'll probably be about north of two bills so uh strap in get ready for that um speaking of get ready for that we got always new content coming around the bend new nonsense happening, new announcements always being pumped out. So, if you miss anything, you can't watch an episode of the show, whatever it might be, either go to this episode's description, find the Talking the Line link tree, you'll see all of our major stuff you need to know about all in one convenient location, or if you just want to go to your web browser and type in talkingtheline.com, you'll see all of our shows, all of our additional content, all of our social media platforms, everything in between, Follow us all there. Check it all out, and uh, most importantly, we are all of us are most active. Me, Mags, and uh, the TTL page uh, on Twitter at Talking the Line, and you see it uh, right here. These are handles on uh, Twitter here at RMax Sports and at Colt TTL Sports. Give us a follow. Um, always wanted want to say this. I think I'm going to tweet this out too, but in case anybody doesn't see it. Shout out, dude, 805 of you people that uh, follow me. or eight, Oh, no, it might be north of that now. I didn't look, but I haven't uh, never got on one of those follow trains or, like, did anything major. I just, like, these are all organic followers. So, you know, it makes a guy feel pretty cool when uh, oh, yeah. when uh, people enjoy what the hell you say, even though it might be dumb as shit either way. um, Outside of that. Speaking of uh, my Twitter, it's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a tremendous Thursday to be alive. The rest is up to you. Outside of that, partner, before I wrap things up here with some motivation minutes, uh, get us the positivity and motivation we all need to get about this Thursday. What say you about the rest of this show?
1: Well, it does appear. uh, Obviously, we have no ties to these people, but you and I have been uh, stalking what a potential big announcement might be Mm. coming out of uh, PMI. Did you see this, partner?
0: I didn't see it, but uh, can you fucking let me know what it is?
1: Uh, Pat McVie show and FanDuel have agreed to terms on a new deal ensuring that FanDuel continues to be the exclusive sportsbook of the show. It's a four-year massive deal that includes an opt-out after three years. So I guess they don't... uh, well, actually, Sham Sharani is uh, quoting and saying it's a roughly $30 million per year deal, industry sources say. Wowza.
0: Hey, shout out. shout out. Shout out. Shout out, son. Holy shit. Wow. Way to go. Good fucking shit, dude. That's awesome. Hey, big fans. Big fans. Uh, tons of respect. Love the guys. All of them over there. Shout out PMI for sure. 150%. Um what else was I going to say uh, in regards to that? There was something else. I uh, uh, got... mean,
1: there's a saying that you always like to say, as far as the old. Uh...
0: I think. I, yep, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Thanks, partner. You always. Hey, you always got my back. When the tide rises, yeah, if you will, it's good for all the fucking boats. And yeah. you know where I got that from? From the legend himself, Pat McAfee. Really? So shout oh, the yeah. fuck out. Hell yeah! Shout, th- shout out! Shout the fuck out! To our boy McAfee, Uh, yeah, when the old tide rises, good for all the boats up there, kids. So you might be hearing some announcements from uh, us, other people we know, other other people we know. Who's to say? Very, very soon, very, 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 very soon. But who's to say? Who are we?
1: One more thing, partner. One Uh thing that I am very excited about, and Uh uh, hopefully it's not a tease. Uh EA Sports is aiming to launch its new college football video game in the summer of 2023 so about a year and a half away damn. but all i need is at least a date to look forward to that's the hope uh ceo of collegiate lace no uh no. summer of 2023 is the hope so once okay. again hopefully that's not a damn tease because i'm dying for that one man Why I don't so know so long you. it takes a while to develop a game that you haven't touched for you know a decade maybe i don't know
0: yeah i guess so, so i maybe. hope
1: because i hope it's like hopefully they don't just like take a you know, a carbon copy of Madden and just make it into you know, switch it into college yeah. football. You know what I mean? Make Hopefully. it your own. If
0: it takes this long, it better blow my fucking socks of off. It better blow yeah. my socks off if it's going to take this long.
1: Because I've been craving
0: like the one day well, a, maybe week or one a week or one night a week play calling. It didn't just fucking just run, 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 run run run, 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 That's run, 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 run. Maybe no. maybe fucking Madden wouldn't be so boring to you, pal. Maybe That's if you actually knew about. how knew how to run a fucking playbook and oh, rock give me through a, a break. play sheet. You, you want to get on those damn sticks dive, in five dive. minutes, pal? <laughs> it's Sheesh. It's the, you know, hey, 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 I'm just... I'm just, I'm just I'll pass I'm just, it with the best of them. Just stay, just stay in facts. Just stay in facts.
1: Um... No, but I've been like one – I you know, we're limited on video game times. We're a huge video game fan, no but I play like one night a week these days, like yeah, late Saturday after that. all the action. And I've been craving – because I've, like, I've driven, driven this Madden franchise that I have into the damn ground, and I'm craving uh-huh. a college football one so badly, dude. I agree. So bad.
0: I agree. I'm on a uh, UFC stick and a half right now, mm. UFC 4, dude. I've been on the online world championships just fucking – okay fight my way through dipshits bro it's just see, that's it the is, thing
1: whew. i'm a sucker for some online play but my uh my gaming uh inventory has become like a year outdated so the online ah. capabilities ain't the same Uh
0: ah, need to refresh yeah yeah i totally get it it too, well it definitely helped in my factor getting game pass and getting that the box and everything oh, that yeah. we did but oh my gosh we are in full fucking Anyways. rabbit holes here now jimmy christmas 33 don't. minutes after the top of the hour. There you go. There you have it. All right. That wraps everything up. Final segment of the day. Here we go. My motivation minutes. Okay. Short and sweet here today, my friends. Um, just kind of a compilation of a few things I heard. Uh, I was kind of formulating some stuff last night and uh, just kind of kept hearing this message. And honestly, really short and sweet. And it is honestly just stop following the crowd. Don't be afraid to believe in yourself and who you are and what you do. It comes down to honestly a lot of self-love. And being comfortable with who you are at the end of the day regardless of anything. And a lot of people can say that. It's pretty easy. Oh, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. Fuck them. And... At the end of the day, it's not always necessarily the truth. And I can be honest enough and say that I used to be a person that that would say, ah, fuck them, it doesn't matter, whatever, no big deal. And I necessarily wasn't made of Kevlar. I necessarily, maybe behind closed doors, was like, man, this really fucking sucks. I would let somebody else or, or what the crowd thought of me eat into my time and what I would do. So it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be misunderstood because to be great is to be misunderstood. And I've said that quote here on uh, this pod before, but there's just so many people and it's so easy. And I'm not saying not to have a community and not to be a part of something bigger than yourself and, and whatever that case might be. But to not go with the crowd is just to have your own voice. You don't have to think with everybody else. And have you ever been in an argument with somebody and and you hear them regurgitate things that you read on the Internet? It's like come up with your own opinion. Do what you want to do. Like be yourself. You know, I always joke about the Matt Nagy be you. But, I mean, it's some pretty fucking powerful shit. Maybe if he was a winning football coach, we wouldn't all make fun of it. And here I go bringing the Bears into my motivation minutes. But, <laughs> but it, it's so true. It's so true. Be you. Uh, fuck the crowd, what they want, and and if you feel pressure on you from anybody or anything to to change and and go with what the crowd is doing and move that, in, and it doesn't feel right inside of you, that's because it's not. It's because it's not for you. Stop trying to force yourself into that. And you know what I, and this is gonna hurt a lot of people. What I'm about to say here, and I'm gonna preface it with that, but there's a whole lot of you out there drinking every weekend. And, and, and in my opinion, I, I think it's kind of drinking some pain away or wh- whatever the hell might be. Maybe you, you, you're you in this situation and you feel the pain inside of you, the anxiety of, fuck, I don't want to keep going with the crowd. I want to be with myself, but I can't break apart. Ah, fuck it, I'll just get fucked up and go to the club, do whatever the fuck I want, you know? And there's so many people I see doing that, yet so little of them have accomplished so little in their life. And or so many of them have accomplished so little in their lives. So I just leave myself questioning is what is the crowd celebrating? what What is everybody celebrating? I, I I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I see so many people so depressed, so anxious, so worried, because they're too afraid to have their own voice. And I promise you, my friends, the moment that you find your own voice and you decide to stick to your own voice and truly say, Fuck them. Give them the blades and anything you do, like I preach on this show. It is the most freeing thing that you can do in this entire life. Because truly, fuck them. Nobody's opinion matters. Nobody's thought process matters. I fucking love mags to death, but if I gotta make a life or death situation, fuck you, dude. I, I gotta figure this shit out, you know? this is uh, Of course, I'll consult you. You're my dog. But at the end of the day, it's you and you, man. And you gotta be willing To be different. You got to be willing to believe in yourself. You got to be willing to go to that edge. Where everybody is standing 500 miles away from the edge of the cliff. Looking at you like, what the fuck is he doing? Why does he keep walking towards the edge of that cliff? Holy fucking shit, he just jumped. What the fuck happened? Be brave enough to swoop up on the other side. And blow all their fucking minds when you spread your wing and fly. Because I promise you, that's what will happen. You can continue to be anxious. And afraid and depressed all you want. Stick with the crowd. Do what you want to do. Stay, stay doing the same thing you're doing. You want to get out of that? And, and, and maybe you don't seem depressed in, in, in public with the crowd. Maybe you don't. Maybe I'm speaking directly to you right now. This is stumping you right in the chest. I don't know. Maybe you are only depressed and anxious in closed doors, and you're wondering why. Maybe this is all coming full circle for you. Get out of the crowd. Find the people who really care about you and believe in yourself. So it was supposed to be short and sweet, but it really wasn't because then I went down a whole other rabbit hole. So as per usual, (laughs) stop following the crowd, my friends. Believe in yourself. Believe in being misunderstood because to be great is to be misunderstood. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day.
1: I love a partner. You gave a fantastic example of a much bigger picture example, which I loved. It was fantastic. I'll actually give it an example of more of like kind of how you started it, a little day-to-day, like following the internet type of stuff. Mm. A few years back, there was a Super Bowl halftime show, and this will make sense when I get to it. And if you remember, it was I, – I, I think it was Travis Scott, and they did like that SpongeBob kind of lead into his show or whatever, and mm. it was like teased for a few days, and everyone was like – everyone in our age group because we grew up on SpongeBob was like, yes, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. And I was with a group of people a few years ago, and it starts with whatever Spongebob thing, and then it goes right into Travis Scott. And in the moment, everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And I agreed. I was like, yeah, that was cool. Then everyone starts checking Twitter, and and Twitter's going up into blaze. like, oh, that wasn't what we wanted it to be. What the fuck? What the fuck? And the whole room starts to change their opinions. And I'm like, Mm. what? What are you talking about? You, uh, five minutes, two minutes ago, we, everyone was mm. like, that was the coolest thing we've ever seen. Now, since you check Twitter, everyone's hating on what we just saw. What are we talking mm. about here? Mm. And truthfully, full transparency, I either, I don't remember if I, I might've said that to one person. I might've stayed completely quiet. I don't know, because it's obviously a very small thing in the grand scheme of what we're talking about here. But as far as day to day, the internet moving masses, man, 100%, it is so dangerous to change everyone's public opinion on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. And like you said, man, stay true to yourself. believe what you believe. See what your eyes believe. You know what I mean?
0: Hunter and that's why we fuck with who we fuck with. That's why we have the connections we have in uh, the industry because they all have their own unique voice. They're real recognizes are real. We talk about that all the time. Like we don't we don't fuck with any fakes in this industry and 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 we we could have very easily got caught up with a couple of fakes in this fucking industry and and uh, looking back at it now by the grace of God and and whatever higher power, whatever destiny we are on right now. Yeah, there's uh, it's definitely we're we're where we need to be. Let's just leave it at that. Is what I'll right. say. So, yeah, don't be afraid to uh to be you, man, because all the great people are themselves and they do what they do. So there you go. There you have it. Officially, thank you for your feedback, partner. My motivation minutes of the day. All right. <laughs> Let's go on and get out of here, kid. Uh, best bets of the day dished out, banter, everything in between. Ready to rock and roll one final time. I ask you before we hit the bricks, anything else from your side of the screen?
1: No, sir. We're well, seeing there was a uh, James Robinson news tricked uh, or tripped my eyes, but it was just a random. Like these guys
0: didn't practice today for
1: the Jaguars, who we are not betting on anymore, partner, at all, ever,
0: never again, never, never again. And with that being said. <laughs> And in that case, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Max. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 179 of the Talking the Line podcast on this gorgeous Thursday of bets. Cannot tell you how much we appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of our hearts for all of your likes, your follows, your subscriptions, your shares, everything in between. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, partner, let's send them off in the only way the TTL crew knows how. Let's cash. Shit. Some tickets. (laughs) Thought I was nailing it. Peace and love, (laughs) everybody.